everybody. Welcome to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. Thank you for joining us on Wednesday, January the 11th, 2023. And this is the day the Lord has made, and I will be glad and rejoice in it. Absolutely. Every day, all day. That's right, because I'm a worshiper. Yes, you are. (laughs) And that's really been the topic that we have been on the last little bit, and it's come from us talking about the importance of the local church which I will say I'm very excited and honored to be able to worship and minister at Good News Worship Center this coming Sunday. If you're in the area, I would love to see your face. Amen. And get an opportunity to um, just share the word of the Lord. So if you are and, you know, just come out and be with us, we would love to. But we have uh, really uncovered a lot of different things. Of course, it's like we've said, though, um, worship is one of our favorite things to talk about. The local church is one of our favorite things to talk about. I know a lot of people don't put as much, um, you know, value to that. But, you know, we have to remember Jesus died for the church. That's right. He gave his life for it. And so we want to help everybody understand not just we know the church is the people, but the people of God coming together and forming that local church is, to me, that's a power to be reckoned with, a force to be reckoned well, with. Well, if you would, the local church is our training ground. It's the it's where we learn. That's why we're talking about worship right now and some of the things we've covered in this as far as what the purpose of the church is. We're looking at these different areas because worship is a very vital part of that. And what happens in the church, it's what equips you to be able to go out into the workplace and go out into the world and present Christ the way the world, uh, you know, or the way the Word teaches us to present the Lord to people. And so you're equipped in that. You get all the things that you need to be able to be a witness for Jesus Christ and, yeah, and bring does. people into that local house. And, you know, and it just, it's a cycle. It goes on and on. It's a feeding you know? place. Yes, it is. I mean, and I look at it also as the church is like our spiritual hospital. If we need healing, we need to be in the house of the Lord. If we need healing spiritually or physically, you know, there's there's different areas in our lives where that the local church gives us strength, not just, you know, teaching us, but also uh, bringing that area of healing in our lives. Well, the Word of God touches the the whole man, the whole person, spirit, soul, and body, and, you know, there's a lot of emotional things we deal with in the soul realm. And, uh, in, you know, in our spirit, we, we struggle with things, you know, as far as that goes and, and the transformation the Lord makes in our life. But th- this equipping that happens in the local church, it's, it's a very powerful thing. And that's why people need to be a part of that. You know, what happens, and I said earlier about cycles, you know, those that come into the things of God, they come in as babes is what the Scripture refers them to. And, uh, you know, and then they grow up into sons. Mm-hmm. And But the thing about it is, if we're doing what the work of the ministry is, we're going to continually have uh, people turning over as far as new babes coming into the house of God. And sons are the ones that birth new babes and bring them in through the evangelism that takes place in the church. So this cycle is going on. And I'm telling you, it's just the power of the Lord that works that in us for that to take place. You Absolutely. Know, because yeah. He ministers in every level, you know, as babes and sons and fathers, you know, and we see that throughout Scripture and throughout the whole process of that working, 
The Holy Spirit knows how to arrange everything for it to happen. But for it to be successful, we've got to be worshipers. Amen. And, you know, we were we ended yesterday's podcast where we were uh, referencing Toda. And I, I just, you know, after we cut off the recording, I just had something really come to me. And it reminded me of a story because... You know, when we were reading that out of Psalm 100, um, the last verse, it says, For God is always good and ready to receive you. And that really stuck in my heart, and it brought immediately a story to me out of the, in the New Covenant, or in the New Testament, out of Luke chapter 7, you mm-hmm. know, where the woman comes and she's brought in her alabaster box. She's... She's anointing the Lord. She's crying. She's she's wedding. She's washing her his feet with her tears and her hair. That is just a powerful uh, to me a powerful picture of worship uh, that just it blows my mind. Well, what a what a posture that is. Yes, it is. You know, and she's you know most of the ones in there, especially Simon, is offended by her posture. And because of the kind of woman she was. And, you know, that that really speaks to me, too, about what you said. He's always ready always to receive ready. it. It don't matter who you are. No. Don't matter what your reputation has been or what's been there. I'm, I'm telling you right now, he'll, he'll, the greatest dignitary to the prostitute, he'll receive. Anybody. You know, yes. And, and we look at things in social standing like that, you know, as far as people, and we get a little prejudice and in our receiving of those things. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you, he's the God of all is who he is. And that story, now just think about this. Uh, you know, and you and I were discussing a minute ago because you were you were bringing out, before we turn this on, you were bringing out, you know, because I was talking about her washing his feet, but you were bringing out the other part of that. Well, in John 13, over in verse 6 and 7, it's really where they went into at Passover into the upper room. And when they came in, Jesus, now this was the custom in their land, the host was, it was the custom for the host to always wash the people's feet that came into the His house. His guest, yes. Right, so Jesus took a towel and, you know, and as the host of that service, he began to wash his disciples' feet. Well, they get, especially Peter got offended by <laughs> Of course it. Peter did. You know, you're the Lord and Savior of the world. You're not going to wash my feet. And Jesus said, if I don't do that, you don't have no part with me. So Peter said, well, go ahead and give me a bath then. <laughs> wash my take, head, wash everything. Yes. You know, and I, I know where Pete's coming from in that. I would, I would have felt the same way, but it's very intimidating yes. for somebody yeah. to wash your feet. It's less intimidating for me to wash their feet than it is for them to wash mine because it's very humbling in the way that that takes place. <laughs> and my son would be appreciating that because I put the H in humbling. humbling. <laughs> well, I want, to, I want to talk a little bit more about this. Well, well let me finish okay, this. I want ahead. to say, the, but the, this is the thing about it. Jesus was teaching them the heart of a servant. Yes. Because he said, if I'm your master and I'm doing this, you know, shouldn't you do the same? And we need to keep that. It's really a posture of worship. It is. Is what it represents. Yeah, and I, I think about this woman. You know, if you go on and you read all of Luke 7 and talking about that, they were so, like you said, they were so offended mm-hmm. that she was in there washing him and anointing him. And he goes on to say, he said, you know, um, 
He said, I got something. He said, Simon, I got something to tell you. And he said, all right, tell me. He said, and he, and he gives a story about two people that owed money. And he see, asked him, he said, now, who do you think, uh, which one will, will uh, shows more love, the one who owes a little or one who owes a lot? And he said, oh, he's definitely the one that owes a lot. And then that's what he is making the reference to about this woman. You know, she came in here with a posture of worship because of what she knew within herself. So she was willing to come in there and just be vulnerable. And he said, you know what? Here's the truth, the truth of this. She loves much. That's right. She loves much because she's been forgiven much. She's had seven devils cast out of mm-hmm. her. Yeah. You know, she was in bondage. She, she was, was in absolutely bondage. in torture. And yeah. she was so grateful for Jesus setting her free. Yeah, and I just want to leave us with that thought today. You know, each and every one of us have been forgiven. And think about what it said in, in Psalm 100. He's good, and He loves, and He forgives no matter what. That's right. He's so your ready worship, to receive yeah, us. Her worship didn't look like theirs, but nevertheless, it was worship. Amen. We got just a little bit more. Well, I want to touch on it, especially in this before uh, we've opened uh, we'll up it, some we'll stuff tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless you.